1: every day.
0: Podcasting from an undisclosed location 12 floors up somewhere in Oklahoma City. I am Eric G and welcome to the Locked on Thunder podcast. This episode being recorded on August the 6th. We thank you so much for making us a part of your day and maybe I will get confirmation tomorrow on whether or not I can actually disclose the location that I am podcasting from. Or, of course, you could just like the mystery part of it, and I could just say 12 floors up from an undisclosed location from now until the end of the time. But uh, either way, I'd like to let you in on everything that's going on with me, and uh, we'll do that here soon in the very near future. Also, we announced on Friday we are starting the Locked On Sooners podcast that will go along with some of the other duties that I am taking on. And we're very excited about that, and we're extremely thrilled, extremely thrilled, I guess that's the way to say it, to have you along for the ride wherever we go, especially on today's podcast, because I got the feeling that it could get pretty freaking strange. So um, we'll tell you why in segment number one, Vegas is agreeing with me. It's a little scary to think that Vegas and I might be on the same page. And ultimately, that's bad news for you Oklahoma City Thunder fans. And I will jump right into that in segment number one. Plus, we have some congratulations to dish out to a few people that are members of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And that's all in segment number one. In segment number two, Bleacher Report, not really impressed with the Dennis Schroeder trade. And we'll get into the reasons why they're not impressed and how I think this could go absolutely bonkers for Oklahoma City because I'm still 50-50 on whether or not I like Dennis Schroeder coming into the mix. And then we finish things up today with Tony Parker saying that it was his idea to take the benching in San Antonio and not be a starter anymore. So how many other NBA players can learn from a guy like Tony Parker having that team-first mentality, and is that always a good thing to have, a team-first mentality? There are times I don't think that it is good to have a team-first mentality. I'll explain when those are. All that's coming up today on Locked on Thunder. I'm Eric G. I did radio here for in Oklahoma City for a while, and I'm about to do radio again. I'm very excited to be doing radio again We'll tell you about that in the coming weeks. I also want to thank Thunder Digest for everything that they do. And that's a great site to follow, by the way. is Thunder Digest, and I think it's at ThunderDigest.com on Twitter. By the way, I have a new Twitter account. So if you could, please follow me at NewGeeHSO. New G-E-E-H-S-O. With new beginnings, I wanted a fresh start, so I am scrapping the old Twitter account and opening up a new one and hopefully you'll follow along that's at new g-e-e-h-s-o but i'll keep the old one up for a couple of uh, not just for a couple of days probably for a couple of months as I, I just kind of start to direct everybody where they need to go until it gets too confusing then I'll smoke one okay so let's jump into segment number one. Oh, yeah I forgot to tell you I'm a credential member of the of the uh, Thunder Media and of the Oklahoma City Media and I've been covering the Thunder for five and a half years amongst other things here in Oklahoma City Let's jump into segment number one now, and Las Vegas agrees with me that the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be improved from last year. Yay! No, not so good. Not good at all for you Thunder fans. First of all, I am the worst predictor of anyone you will ever meet. When it comes to the whole game-to-game prediction type radio or podcasting or whatever you want to call it. I'm terrible. I always have this rule of if I pick a team, if I pick against a spread or for a spread, you should go against it because it's almost guaranteed that it will go the other way. Well, Las Vegas is agreeing with me, and I don't think that that makes Las Vegas smarter. I think Las Vegas needs to check themselves, go back and redo their numbers because they have Oklahoma City set for fifty and a half wins this year. Houston at 54-and-a-half and Golden State at 62 and a half. That's 62 and a half wins for the Golden State Warriors. I would actually take that. I would take the over on Golden State on 62 and a half wins because I do think that, that they are that good. And even if Golden State doesn't have that killer mentality for the first part of this season or during the regular season, I could easily see them winning 60 plus games just because they're that good. On, on a, it's almost impossible for Golden State to not back into 62 games, especially with the addition of DeMarcus Cousin. They only continue to get better when you look at the rest of the Western Conference. Utah has picked to finish behind Oklahoma City at 48 and a half wins, which I think will actually happen this year. And again. Pick against that because Vegas is saying it as well, and and so am I. But you look at Houston. Houston loses Trevor Ariza, which is a major loss. They add Carmelo Anthony to the mix. They are keeping Clint Capella, and they still have Eric Gordon. And even if Carmelo Anthony doesn't pan out, just the cohesiveness of everybody else on the Houston Rockets sans Trevor Ariza gives them a tremendous advantage over Oklahoma City. However, that being said, and this is one thing that I have been stumping and preaching on the last few months, is that Paul George has constantly said over the last few months, this was just year one of what the Thunder are about and what the Thunder are doing And now it's up to the Oklahoma City Thunder to all be on the same page. Plus, they've been out working in in Los Angeles, and the clips that, of course, that you see on Slam Magazine certainly are making these guys look good. I can't help but think that at least Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams, and Andre Robertson, when he come back, are all going to be able to fit together a hell of a lot better. It's that addition of... Jeremy Grant into the starting lineup that I'm just not so sure about, and I do worry about the outside shooting. And I kind of wonder, or I kind of wonder, I really do wonder what Dennis Schroeder's role is going to be on this team. And is there a chance that Dennis Schroeder could be a cat that Oklahoma City decides to start if he agrees to play the two guard? And if Dennis Schroeder actually wanted to play the two guard, and not come off the bench and be a starter, I wouldn't have an issue with that at all. As long as Andre Robertson was starting and he was playing, hey, what, what would you put Andre at the four? So Paul's at the three. Uh, I guess Andre at the four would would be okay. He's not really a four guy. Um, you know what? I, I still would want Andre on the floor just for defensive purposes, but that gives Oklahoma City some offense. The more I think about it, the firepower off the bench certainly would help, but this team is still, just in my opinion right now, for as good as I think the Oklahoma City Thunder can be, you take the Los Angeles Lakers out of the mix, and the Thunder is still the biggest question mark in the Western Conference because we saw a preview last year, and that preview that we thought was going to be really good Turned out to be disappointing. Now we have the same expectations, if not bigger expectations, and the Thunder have lost a key guy in Carmelo Anthony. Although most of us are thinking because Carmelo Anthony didn't work out, everything's still going to be better. I can't say with 100% certainty that the Thunder are going to be better, but I am... Well, screw it. I am going to say with 100% certainty that the Thunder are going to be better next year. That's going to be my hot sports opinion. I don't want to be be logical about this. And it's almost like when I catch myself being logical and not opinionated enough, I just get ticked off. And, yes, I think the Thunder will be better. If I had to pick it right now, Golden State and Houston would still be at the top of the Western Conference. That 54-and-a-half for Houston... Seems about right. If I were to just pick straight up games for Oklahoma City, I'd say about 48 wins, and that's probably still get you about third or fourth place in the Western Conference and a chance to make a run in the playoffs. It's a matter of the Thunder being so fluid that are you comfortable enough going to Vegas and laying money on that 50-and-a-half because – what you have right now on the roster is certainly not what you're going to finish the end of the year with. And it may not be, this, this roster may not make it to December. You have to remember, Sam Presti has actually pulled off some early season trades. But I will say for Thunder fans right now, if Vegas and I are in lockstep, that's a bad sign for you. So if you want to bet, I would go bet against the Thunder and these 50 and a half wins just because I think, me, Eric G, thinks the Thunder are going to be better. Speaking of me... Oh, wait, let's just gloss myself here real quick like like typical arrogant talk show host. Um, please follow me at my new Twitter account at new G-E-E-H-S-O. That's at N-E-W-G-E-E-H-S-O. Because there are some big things coming up and I wanted a fresh start, I decided to go ahead and change the Twitter account. And um, we'll just build it from there. We'll, we'll see how things go. Coming up next... Bleacher Report, not real thrilled with Dennis Schroeder as an addition to the Oklahoma City Thunder. How, in fact, could it all work out? Well, it's pretty easy. We'll explain that next on the Locked on Thunder podcast.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
0: There is all the NBA podcasts that we do, which covers every team in the NBA. There's the NFL podcast, there's the Major League Baseball, and now we are adding college, and I will be handling the duties for Locked On Sooners. That's right, Locked On Sooners or Locked On OU. I think it's still a working title, and that's that's up to David Locke. But I will be hosting that podcast, and we'll announce the start date here in a couple of days, but it will happen this month. I'm also adding other duties that I'm very excited about and cannot wait to tell you about that are outside of the Locked On family but will certainly help with the coverage and help add to what we are building and growing here. So stay tuned for all that. And the new Twitter address or the new Twitter account, the address, the handle, I will say it again, at newgeehso. That's at newgeehso. So Carmelo Anthony's gone, Dennis Schroeder's in, and because it is that slow time of year, I you know what, and I hate saying that, it's a slow time of year. No, there, there are things going on, just what are you going to talk about, and can you be more creative than just going straight up and doing sports? Well, okay, so Leisure Report, having to fill content, was going through the worst moves that were made, by every NBA team during the offseason. I think they call them boneheaded moves. And they talk about bringing Dennis Schroeder into Oklahoma City with that $15.5 million contract and saying the numbers were there, but essentially does it, it boils down to can Dennis Schroeder play without the ball in his hand and can he accept the role that he's going to have on the Oklahoma City Thunder? That's it. I mean, it's really that simple. Dennis Schroeder, like everything else with this team right now, is a TBD. And for the Oklahoma City Thunder, I this is the thing that I would caution the Thunder on. Like if you want to know if Dennis Schroeder is going to succeed, yes, some of it's on him. And no, Dennis Schroeder can't be like Reggie Jackson. He can't be ticked off about his role. One, I don't look. I don't have a problem if he thinks he's better than Russell Westbrook as long as he's not voicing it to Russell and making a big deal out of it, and as long as he's not voicing it to us and it's causing a schism in the locker room. If you are a professional athlete, you need to have some ego. And if Dennis Schroeder has ego and goes out and competes hard at practice and thinks to himself, I can be better than Russ, that's a good thing. It's a good thing for Oklahoma City. But. What's well, a bad thing for Oklahoma City is if he starts voicing it like Reggie Jackson. And, and and the other thing that I would say about this, and this is where I was going before I got off track here, for Dennis Schroeder, the Oklahoma City Thunder have got to accept him for what he is. And, and don't screw this up like they have players in the past where they've said, you need to fit this role, and if you can't fit this role, then you're not going to make it here in Oklahoma City in what I call the new NBA, and Billy Donovan always talks about positionless basketball, I think you have to take guys, look at what their talent is, look at what their skill sets and make what their skill set is, and when they are on the floor, make sure that you are using them to the best of your ability. And when you do that, ultimately the team succeeds. So for the Thunder, yes, Dennis Schroeder needs to right now be a six man needs to be happy about that needs to get used to the idea of at least now playing with Raymond Felton and possibly Russell Westbrook at the same time two other guys that are point guards and knowing that they're going to handle the ball more and he's going to be asked to shoot a lot more and just be good at doing that but at the same time if the Thunder can find uses to have him on the floor and him running the offense and put him more in his comfort zone because the Thunder gonna take him out of it quite a bit. Then that's not a bad thing either. And there are times I just and I've said this before on uh, here on Locked On Thunder that I just think the Thunder think inside the box too much with players, and you've got to open it up a lot more if you're gonna if you're gonna preach positionless basketball, then coach positionless basketball. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We wrap things up. Coming up in the next segment. What did Tony Parker say that maybe Carmelo Anthony and Dennis Schroeder are learning from? We go to that next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And I'll tell you why. That's not always a good thing.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama.
0: Don't forget, coming soon to the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Podcast Network is Locked On Sooners, hosted by yours truly, Eric G. Um, wow, that was sounded so arrogant saying that. And uh, hey, so Locked On Sooners, coming soon to the Locked On Podcast Network. And I will be adding other duties, and I will be jumping back on radio here in Oklahoma City. And I'll tell you all about that in the next couple of days. I, just, I need to get permission. Some other things need to play out, and I'm not... Saying that to just like, oh, he's trying to be, you know, elusive or whatever. No, I just, I have to just make sure all the ducks are in a row. It's not, I'm not trying to hide anything or do that. Because I, man, I just, I've gotten to that point where I don't care about all that crap in radio, but I do understand sometimes things can be sensitive. Um, Tony Parker, who is now a member of the Charlotte Hornets just totally spaced it there for a moment because it's just weird to think about him in, an, in another uniform, says that it was his idea to go to the bench and play for the Spurs because ultimately it was good for the team, which is what every one of us wanted Carmelo Anthony to do when he was here in Oklahoma City. Well, I say everyone else. I didn't. I thought you could start Carmelo Anthony, limit his minutes, still, still tell him he's a starter, and still thought you could use him down the stretch because of what his numbers were. Doesn't make me right, but it's but it's certainly my opinion on that. He's, uh, Tony Parker says, "quote I came up to Pop one day and I told him my thoughts. It was time for Deontay to take over full time as our starting point guard, and I didn't want it to be a dramatic thing or this ego thing. It was just one of those one of these things, uh, one of these big media things. But I just wanted to get it out in the open. Okay, it's good. Tony Parker handled it professionally." Just as you would expect a guy playing for the San Antonio Spurs to do. And I have no problem with that. Tony Parker wants to go to the bench. Hey, if Dennis Schroeder's cool with that, Carmelo Anthony's cool with that, great. But in the NBA, you don't always need to be a team guy because the team doesn't always know best. Or, better put, the team doesn't always have your best interest in mind because the team is always looking out for themselves. And that's where you've got to strike the balance. That's what Kawhi Leonard was doing in San Antonio. That's what Carmelo Anthony's doing. And as much as we want to judge these guys for being arrogant, let's remember they can get let go at any time and be be without a job. Now granted, when you're Carmelo Anthony and you're Kawhi Leonard, if for some reason you were to get released, somebody's picking you up. Thus the Houston Rockets and yeah, if the Spurs which we know the Spurs were never going to release Kawhi Leonard, but just in the off chance that they did probably the Lakers pick him up. I understand, but that does not go for for everyone. And because your career is short, you do ultimately have to play for yourself. And the thing that here's the here's the where I've got to pick some of the guys that I've worked with before, I've got to pick their brains a little bit better, is how do you strike that balancing act? That's what that's what really piques my interest here because you've got a family to feed, you've got to make sure that you're healthy, and you've got to make sure that you're in position doing everything you can to earn the most money you can because it's a short amount of time that that you get to do this. Even great players sometimes only get a short amount of time to do it. The same token, you don't want to cause issues, get yourself a bad rap, n- have a team release you, and then another team go do their due diligence, and all they're hearing is one side of the story and believing their their buddies who are in the front office about how you act and conduct yourself as a member of the team. I don't know how you do it, and and, and it's a fine line. The only thing I can draw on is my experience in broadcasting is. You've also got to kind of look out for yourself and know where you want to go and if you see that the place you're working at isn't going to use you to the best of your abilities or you're not going to you've hit that that ceiling where you can only advance so far then you've got to proceed and look for other jobs but you've also got to be very careful about it because sometimes as soon as people find out as if you're looking for other jobs you're gone you're out on on the fire. You're out on the fired line. I was going to say firing line, but you're out on the fired line. That now that did not happen to me. Um, not saying that I didn't get fired, but that, that that that's not what happened to me. But I I don't know how you do it o- on a day to day basis. Do what's in your best interest while making sure everybody else is around you happy. The other thing is you all you have to ultimately realize. What is best for you is not always best for the team, and you're gonna piss somebody off and then eventually you're going to be out the door. This is a high stress situation. I guess when you're making seven, seven figures, it may make you go to bed a little bit more a little bit easier at night. but I certainly get why these guys are so tense and why sometimes that they have a hard time accepting, What they are always being told. This wraps up the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. I thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow here on LOT. Remember, Locked On Sooners coming soon. The new Twitter handle is at new G E E H S O. Everybody, love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder out.
1: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.